Mansers. 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 I try to, you know what it is? You know what it is? I really had every intention in the world this week with trying to put my future spin on it. I'm uh, done! Without without the auto-tune, it's just never going to be... What were you? What, what were you gonna do? I don't know. I just I wanted to mumble rap it a little bit, but I just I just I couldn't wait. Mantis, yeah, I couldn't wait for you to go. La di da di da, we got a We are the mansers. I couldn't wait. I could not wait for you to just <laughs> the lollipop guild intro. Is that what you're going for? What song? What song he did that on? It was a Kendrick Lamar song, wasn't it? La di da di da. Slap oh. on me now. <laughs> when future actually goes up an octave, it act, it gets a little scary. Yeah, like he I gotta, can't get if there. He, but if yeah. if if a chick was like, "Ooh, I want to suck his dick after hearing that," that just would blow my mind. Free band, free band, <laughs> free band. Complete. <laughs> is this is this a part of the show? <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Welcome to the intro. Welcome to Mansers, a podcast brought to you by two. Toxic machismos and one person we promise who actually gives a shit. We are the Toxic Podcast for a Better Tomorrow. And who are we individually? Well, allow me to introduce you. He is the guy who will punch your grandma in the face, but he'll also likely help her up and cross the street. Is welcome to the show. Hey, I'm here, baby. She hates interracial couples, but she loves to say mulatto. Because it sounds pretty. <laughs> CTG, how do you do? I am not accepting anything. No, that's that's it. Okay, I'm enough. sorry. We can, we can check that show notes from last week. You're trying to get me canceled on all accounts. And I still have no clue how to tell the difference between Boozy and Webby anymore. And I still won't even try. My name is B-Todd because <laughs> there could be no other. We are Mansers. Because when it comes to your problems in love and life, there's a perfect mansplanation for that. How'd I do? Let me just say, how is it that both of y'all got some redeeming qualities in your introduction, but I, number one, am a racist and a double racist? Oh, I don't. That's I don't know. That I have any good ones because if you think about it, like you ain't never gonna forgive the motherfucker that punch your grandma in the face. But you are walking her across the street after that. Yeah, but I'm mm. also 225 pounds of muscle. If I punched her in the face, she's not walking. <laughs> that's not. A, that's not a real thing to happen. She's gone. No, All right, turn on jagged edge. Walked out of heaven. Mm-hmm. I could yeah. see this coming. I'm not gonna lie, but when it comes to telling the difference between Boozy and Webby, it's either how they sound or if they look similar or not. And that's where I fall into the racist category. And oh, I'm absolutely. fine with you taking up that lane for now. No, no, you should. Because oh, Webby and Boozy look nothing alike. Nothing alike. I can guarantee you that without even looking at them. Is because Webby, I'm responsible. Webby is a little heavier. <laughs> Webby, right? Webby is like a teenage version of Manny Fresh. And that's Boozy, Boozy looks like a kid that aged rapidly. Like he looks like a child that like yeah, like Jack, like you know, Robert Williams Jack when he's like forty-five in the fifth grade. Like that's how boozy looks. Like he he got the little kid hides out fade. He's not a big person, he's really small, but he got that oldest face you've ever seen in your life. 
<laughs> if somebody ever compares your look to Manny Fresh or a version of, it's already downhill. Like, that's yeah. not oh, no. I've I've seen many many Fresh lookalikes. Light skinned lesbian women. Not an ugly fella. Is he still alive? <laughs> Light skinned lesbian women Is look Manny just like Fresh Manny Fresh. Still yeah. 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 I don't know. If he's not after the show, uh, first of all, you're in Atlanta. I know you see Manny Fresh lookalikes all over the place. Studs, light skin studs, look just like Fresh. 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 They definitely do. They definitely do. And they usually have a very nice pair of Reeboks. Yo. Wow, 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 wow. This show, I already would just like everybody to stop listening to this episode because I'm not. <laughs> All right. T- okay. Tell you what. I'll, I'll clean it up. <laughs> You're right. Miss CTG's intro was skewed, and I did make us look a little bit better. Marginally so. No shit. No shit, Sherlock. Marginally so. But what do you want me to do? <laughs> that intro was, was great. I mean, it Top was funny. Notch. It was definitely funny. I have to acknowledge that. But I also just cannot afford to be canceled. Right Fair now. enough. Well, who we can are you? Podcast, so. There are people who give a fuck who I am. Let me, I can't. Let me tell you something. Black Twitter will resurrect you to the fullest. <laughs> they, they say you don't like you. what? They can uncancel you. You're going to rise up, floating <laughs> in the air. Just rise. Because Black Twitter will not let you down, baby. <gasps> Black Twitter, they're help gonna me put out. They're going to put out the APB. She hates it. What? Get her, guys. That's our black love queen right there. She died on a bunch of Friday, but Cyber Monday, three days later, she rose again. (laughs) We're going to post it on on a 5% website, and it's just going to go nuts. You're going to be fine by the end of the night. Oh, my God. Those black Israelites will save you. I have a a quick question for you both before we get started. Oh, okay. Just a quick random poll, but how long... How long do you think is appropriate to stare at someone before it's officially awkward? Male or female? No, no, no. This is, this is, this does not matter. I think it's right? different like, for men and women. Okay, go Same ahead. Like, how about same gender as you versus opposite gender? Because that's, because obviously it's okay. a little different. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Answer uh, that one. So, for me, uh, if, like, if I'm doing the staring, uh, if I'm staring at someone who's the same gender as me, I don't, uh, unless they're staring at me first, in which case I go full animal instinct and go, if I break eye contact, I'm a pussy. Right. I, <laughs> I know, I know that Wait, it's not real. When you're checking out a woman, you stare directly into no, her said, eyes. No, 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 no. The same gender, oh, same gender. gender. Uh, like if, like if I happen to look up, like, Oh, I'm just sitting there and I look up and you're looking at me, I won't break eye contact first. Uh, Sorry. I know. Okay. It, in the animal like, kingdom, yeah, you know the the, the the alpha male can't break eye contact, so I do that, and I go, okay, I guess we just gonna die today. Uh, <laughs> but if I'm staring at, if I happen to look at the opposite sex, I also choose not to stare at all. Like I'm a quick glancer and gotta look back down because I know, yeah, you know, I'll never know what it feels like, but I know what it can be perceived as, and I don't want to be weird. I don't want to creep nobody yeah. out. Okay, so I meant this from a perspective of like checking somebody out, right? But I don't want to say opposite sex because we have some listeners who are not heterosexual. So I'm trying to open this up. But when you're checking someone out, how long is it appropriate to stare at them? Okay. Well, this is not romantic. Romantic objectifying, but yes, yes. Okay. Romantic is a nice word. That's different. With with that, I mean, 
I think you get you get your you get your answer and your response immediately, right? If you're attractive enough for them to linger a little bit, they'll linger a little bit. If they don't know what the fuck you're looking at, they'll especially black women. I love y'all and I appreciate it so much that if you look at a black woman too much and she's not interested, mm, yeah. Hit you with that little face squinch, the eyes though, the head tilts a little bit, that lip. I can't do the lip curl up thing. Ugh. But you just hit you hear the ugh. <laughs> right? Right. You should fix you should fix your face. It'd be them dumb, them dumb bastards be like, I'm just saying beautiful. Nah, nah, nah. She gave you all the hints, bro. That ugh was enough. Just dead that. So I, I, I get it immediately. I'm I look, if we both look and now I mean I happen to look up again and you do it again. Quick burst. Just do quick give burst. Give me a second. Give me a second count. You're you're looking at them like, God damn. But how one many second. seconds? One second. One second. Okay. You have to realize a, a second is a long time to stare at somebody. So if you say five seconds of like not of not breaking eye contact, that's a long fucking time. We just don't think five seconds is a long time. But if I stared at your face for five seconds straight. Well, kudos to you for staring at their face. Five. Look, you just is that not weird? <laughs> you just counted five seconds. Is that not weird to just stare at somebody? Five fucking seconds? Oh no. Boy. Oh no, I'll fuck That's around and fart by accident. That is awkward. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Miss CTG, how long for you? Um none. Okay. You don't um, check anybody out? Come on. Where's the transparency? Let me let me let me let me think about this. When I'm in public and I see a fella who I think is attractive. I what mean, if you got on the gray sweatpants? You know what I'm saying? Make it raunchy. I mean, I'm, doing, I'm doing a once over, twice over for sure. You know, like. Okay. A, mm-hmm. All right. Okay. But that's not really staring because the eyes, it's a scan. You know what I'm saying? But like, that's like three seconds, right? You got one, like for look, one for look away and then one to go back. No, I'm not looking away as yet. Like I'm looking, <laughs> like, I'm looking up and down because I gotta look. Okay, haircut, face, teeth, outfit, oh. shoes, ring, oh. no ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a few. Like, it's it's a quick. So I would, I'd say probably like three seconds. You know, of the scan, but it's not like a steady look. And if he quick is burst. looking in the direction. Right. Then there is a little like I, I I don't have a problem smiling at people and like you know being polite like I'll even a creepy guy like is trying to look at me on the on the subway I don't know why I'm in, I'm in New York now apparently um but you know like if he was trying to play his little one two look away game like I I'll give him a nod <laughs> eye contact like I'm gonna be like you know politely it's is not creepy if peek-a-boo? you're playing with me. with these women is this playing peekaboo. It's not. Cre- it's not creepy if you. It's not creepy if you're looking back, right? It is creepy if you if you catching me at your peripheral and you keep seeing. I keep on. That's fucking creepy. I That's the creepy. quick dashes. Read yeah. your book, nigga. <laughs> the quick dashes is fucking creepy. But if you turning and you're actually looking at me, uh, you can't blame me. You're looking at me too. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like, so if we make eye contact, like I'm gonna give you the polite, you know, smile, the black nod, and then you know the the one two once over, and then making a decision from there, looking away, and then coming back, making a decision. So mine is mine is like catch and shoot, right? Like the shot clock is already below one second. You know what I mean? And it's just boom there. But see, point four. The genius is I have a photographic memory. So all it takes is a boom, quick push. I got you. Now I'm staring at your ass, but I'm walking down the street, but I can see that ass in my mind's eye, crystal clear. That's me. 
So I never Me let too. it get to a creepy level. What was the inspiration for this question? Is my <laughs> like at this point I'm trying to figure out. You know, life. fucking nasty. Life. <laughs> like I'm checking that ass out for two more blocks, baby. Look, because whether whether you're in a relationship or not, it, it's perfectly fair game to check out other women. We'll check them out on TV. Check them out, you know, or check out anybody. Part of my language. Human nature. But, yeah, hello. I mean, if I think something is attractive, I'm going to stare a little bit, but I can't stare anymore because that's creepy. So now, boom, quick snapshot in the mind. Now I'm taking it with me, putting it in the bank. I feel like that's creepier. Yeah, 100% like the, of You said it sounds super creepy. I'm not oh, even yeah. yeah. But, I, I, but you'll never cool. know. My creepiness does not interfere with your life whatsoever because to yeah. me, it's like that guy's walking across the street. You have no yeah. idea when I looked at you. I'm a it's true, but when you say it out loud, SVU is getting called. Yeah, like if you didn't. Next week's intro. Can Wait a minute. Hey Todd, the fellow who takes the photographic snaps of your ass and looks back for two. In his mind, it's the perfect. It's the perfect crime. The thing is that you gotta ask me for thinking it in my mind. He doesn't take it like he physically doesn't take it in his mind though, because he yeah. closes his eyes like a shutter. So it makes it more awkward. It's creepy <laughs> if I have like if I have like sketches pasted around my room where I've like gone back and like hand drawn what I saw oh, in my like, little sketch uh, notebook and done like you know like the hey done. Arnold mold in the closet. Yeah, the Helga G. Pataki ass ass bubblegum mold in your closet. It makes it creepy if you relive it, but you know, there's nothing wrong with just sampling on the go. Sampling is at a boat. Sam's Club right now, sampling on the go. Like that's what you sound like right now. If you're in a mall and you go at a food court, you're not stopping by the little lady with the chicken on a toothpick, get out of here. Sample on the go. You don't just linger around the lady with the chicken on the toothpick and just take more and more samples. You gotta make right, a loop yeah. and come back. Did we lose him? Are you back? Nah, he's it. I mean, it's a good thing that this happened in the beginning. <laughs> Fair enough. That was God telling us to move on. That was, <laughs> what were you talking about, bro? <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Miss CTG, you're up first on the docket today. What do you have for us? Okay, gentlemen and listeners and lovely listeners. Um, This... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm looking at it already and I'm laughing again. Okay. So I think what I said in the topic list was like, when your qualities, no, mm -mm, nope, nope. When your standards are, when your dating standards are out of your personal league. And so the inspiration for this is um, this young gentleman who calls himself Apostle Wise Preach. Now, he made this list. I saw this list for the first time in 2000. Not, I don't know why I just tried to give you all a year. I'm pretty sure I saw it sometime last year. Okay. As first, for the first time. But my brother reposted it again on this year. And I'm just going to read. There's 19 things on this list. It says, I'm looking for a Proverbs 31 wife that must meet this criteria. I'm not reading all 19. I'm going to just hit you with a few. Nice. Must be Christ centered. And this kind of goes to like the deal breakers conversation from last week. But, anyways, um, but I digress. So, um, can sing or worship. Absolutely gorgeous. African queen or mixed race with a stunning smile. And intercessor is between five feet and five foot four. What? Preferably a virgin. 
She must be congenial and meek-hearted, is willing to travel the world to preach the gospel of our Lord Yeshua, um, must be modest and not exposing her body on social media. Uh, and number 19, natural beauty, no makeup, foundations, or implants. I need natural beauty. You feel me? Um, I don't. I, yeah, I cook, clean, and have my own place, car, and I'm financially stable. I have no kids. I'm a videographer, yada, yada, yada. Um, no problem. <laughs> videographer. Yeah. <laughs> a pornographic <laughs> fucking film star. <laughs> so he, he ends it. He puts a little scripture in there, Job twenty two twenty eight. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. If that is you, submit your application for review, and someone will revert at earliest convenience. No idea what that means. No problem, buddy. You have standards. Now, I'm going to just hold this up so y'all can see this gentleman. I meant to this share. This is a leprechaun? Hello, buddy. Second photo. Oh, my oh God. My God. Huge Whose head. head is that? <laughs> he needs to put the weight back on. He looks better fat. Oh, that, God. You remember, when Star Jones, you remember when Star Jones lost all that weight and her head didn't get smaller? You remember when Rev Al Sharpton looks like Rev Al Sharpton? <laughs> okay. Um, so <clears throat> y'all heard a few of the 19 pieces of criteria. Then you mm. saw my good brother, the prophet wise apostle. Do you feel as though he has the right to have such a list? You want to start off first, b <laughs> Yeah, I mean, shit, it's fucking America. Of course he has the right if that's his damn pleasure. But I mean, good luck finding that very specific list of shit where it looks like he does not have enough to kind of come back to the table with i like it bothers the shit out of me when guys like have this laundry list of qualifications that they bring or that they want from a woman but literally they only bring three things they're like i make money i have a car and i have a place to live he said he can cook. Hold on, let me. <laughs> he said he can cook. Anybody can cook. We got microwave meals. That's cooking. Like, you don't have to. How do we know he's a cook? Nobody's posting his food. He writes poetry. No, he doesn't. He writes words, and, and he probably uh, thinks it's dope. He is a photographer and a content creator. So he's a videographer and a creep. That's <laughs> what I heard. He has his own place in his own car. That's let me tell. He's bringing these to the table, baby. The table. Where, where does he live at? Where does he live at? Um, Under a America. bridge in a America. Buick. <laughs> America, you said. America is the location. All right, that's stupid. Uh, I, it's. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, B. Todd. You go first. Uh, I mean, it's just it's crazy to me how how dare that short, stocky, leprechaun, pimple-headed looking man dare to bring this list of qualifications between five foot and five foot four have you never climbed a tree a day in your life l m a o (laughs) like what kind of ridiculous is that okay as a woman who is 5.3.5 i do appreciate that there are some folks who appreciate you know I'm not excluding the five foot to five foot four range. If anything, I probably won't go smaller than four foot ten. You know what I mean? I, I have a range that I won't go as low as. But if you're removing everything from five five to the six foot category, that's insanity, man. There's so much. Oh, I, I, all right. 
I have to get off that. But um, <laughs> let me tell you this. You can ask and demand for standards well beyond your own, but you're going to be single for the rest of your life if you can't find what you're looking for on the dark web. Not the dark web. Not the dark web. That's the only way he's going to get that list, right? And then he wants to, like, why would you want her to be a virgin? Are you kidding me? Because virgins are the purest women of them all, didn't you know? I don't want pure. I don't want I don't. I want something <laughs> nasty, bro. I want the honeymoon to be filthy. I want UV lights to go over that honeymoon suite because it's, we, we grand slam, walk off, knocked it out the park. You know what I'm saying? I want it to be on the balcony below us. Like, I don't want a virgin who's just like, ow, and then we're consummate like that's a pillow princess and i i'm terrified of pillow princesses that's that a thing yeah man there's nothing worse than just that starfish ass girl who just lays there and just expects you to just miraculously perform and be excited at the same time like I, this is not cirque du soleil I, i'm not putting you up and spinning you and doing all sorts of tricks for your enthusiasm this is a two-way partnership you know what i'm saying so basically you're saying you're born in a sack I was born in the sack. You were uh, boring, boring in the oh, sack. Since boring. you don't spin me and start to soleil me, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying <laughs> I'm into that. I am not. I'm not going to be the only one performing. <laughs> That's my thing. Anybody who just sits there as like a plus one admission ticket and just like is like, I'm here for the ride. Go ahead, do whatever you got to do. But I'm like kind of hands off at this point, unless it's some kinky shit for the night. But like, I don't. <laughs> I'm not into that one way. If, if I would rather just beat off if that's what it's going to take for me. Because, like, if I got to do all that just to, like, satisfy both of us, I'd rather just take care of me and let you, you know, order a little Caesars from home. <laughs> let me I'm tell you so something. Fucking done with you. I'm leaving anybody that orders little Caesars. Uh, his, so... Let's let's start by saying that everybody, and I think we all agree, everybody has the right to have their own feelings about what it is that they want and they deserve. Will you yeah. actually get it is a whole nother argument, right? There's a whole nother discussion. I think I'm not a I'm the least religious person I've ever met in my life, and I'm never that's never gonna change. Um I don't even like the idea of somebody saying, Oh, they have to be this with God. That is such an inappropriate way to look at any type of friendship, relationship, whatever you want to call it, because everybody's relationship with God is individual. It's to that person. So to sit mm -hmm. there and have them be perfectly matched to yours makes no sense. If we're talking about just being in a, in a, in a, in a real life opportunity of always learning and becoming. A oh, God's listening. Oh, my bad. You better hold that tongue. God is like, shut the fuck up. If you're not speaking for me today. Okay. No, uh, <laughs> but I, get, like, I right, get what you're saying. Though. I get what you're saying. I mean, like you gotta let the you gotta let people be who they are. You can't sit there and tell somebody they have to have a level of relationship with God that you're that you're on. It's just an unfair ideal as a whole. He is also ugly. Let's just say it. He's an ugly person. Uh, yes. I could care less. And then he and then he he's also a false prophet by naming himself apostle, prophet, wise, whatever he wants to call himself. You're you're the devil. You're an ugly <laughs> devil. Uh, but the, these beauty sure. standards too that we put on, uh, and he and and specifically because he wanted to call out black women, 
uh, these beauty standards are you put on, oh, you have to have natural. Love your woman for who she is. Let her, mm-hmm. let her, let her, allow her the freedom of being who she is, and she will love you like nothing else. He's got That's a white it. girl. <laughs> you know he's got a white girl. You know he does. he's asking for it on the gram, but you know he's got a white girl. Right. He 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 has well anybody. The idea should be that you love people for who they are, and you understand that they are they are who they're supposed to be. And if you don't want to be with that person. Then that's it. But you can't tell somebody, oh, you can't wear makeup. Wear makeup if you want. I don't give a shit. I don't think you need to, but do it if you want. I don't I don't care. If you if it makes you feel like you look 20 times hotter, let me support you. Go ahead, girl. Put them eyebrows on. Yeah, pack it up. Put the, you, you need me to get one of them wet, the wet naps so you can wipe it off at, at the end of the night. I got you, girl. Like we uh, a lot of for a lot of reasons, men suck. Uh if I'm just being honest. But this particular demon sucks the worst. He's an ugly devil, and I hope he never has sex ever. And plus, mm. that last part is creepy to me. That virgin stuff. For because when I hear men be like, "Oh, my girl got to be a virgin," it for me it always attaches itself to men liking younger women. Yeah, it always attaches itself to me to that because who are like. Grown women are going to do what any what they want to do, and right. they should. If they've had a life and experienced the yeah, world. They should, and if they and if even if they choose not to, that's their choice. But it always attaches itself to me to a man liking a younger girl. Every time, oh, I want, my girl need to be a virgin. Uh, like, who are you looking for? A thirteen year old? Like that shit is so creepy to me that that is a part of your request. And then who the fuck is you to be sitting there talking about sending your your applications? Nigga, you're not at McDonald's. Fuck out of here. Who is this person? I really Oh, Miss CTG, you gotta send me this link so I can so I can send <laughs> I'm gonna ask I'ma hit him up. Every time. I'ma ask him to be on our next episode so he can explain himself. Oh, our first interview. That would be hilarious. I hate when people bring God into a relationship before they've even dealt with the baggage that their therapist on earth has told them to deal with. Like, mm-hmm. stop bringing God into these relationships before you've even done the work internally that he wanted you to do in the first place. Like, I am religious. I'm not a xenophobe. I'm not like a zealot either. So I have a high acceptance and tolerance for everybody, every religion. Even if you're not religious, it could phase me less. It has nothing to do with what I got going on in my own spiritual department over here. It does bother the shit out of me, though, when somebody brings God into a godless situation, right? Like not the relationship, but everything that he just listed is a cry for help to me. So I just it just bothers me when people bring God into it, but they haven't even done the work on themselves. They just want to be like, well, you know, I'm just, I want a Godful, God-fearing woman. And it's like, are you a God-fearing dude? Like, uh, that's me. I don't want to make it a religious thing, but I just leave my mans out of it. <laughs> so I um, agree with everything you guys have said. And I want, I would, I would like to take a step out because we got very specific with his example, but he's not the only one. Like he's not the first person to have the audacity, male or female. Who, and I mean, I guess this sort of circles back to that bringing to the table conversation we had a couple weeks ago. But it's also just like people asking for things and having these requirements of their partner or their potential partner that they themselves aren't even. Mm-hmm. And it's Absolutely. just like WTF. 
Then also I feel like the music industry as well as Hollywood has given ugly men a lot more entitlement, <laughs> a, sense, oh. a sense of entitlement. Yes having like attractive women on their arms when they themselves don't do anything to try to increase themselves, upkeep themselves, improve themselves. And I just, it's, it's the audacity for me. That's it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That is a perfect way to to describe it. The audacity of this ugly gremlin. Oh my gosh, the audacity. I've never, I don't think I've ever used that in a sentence ever. Today is a first in my 34 years of life. The audacity of this nigga <laughs> to make requests. You better get what you can, boy. Stop playing. And then post it publicly. And then he has follow up posts like, why are y'all trying to get on me for having this, for wanting what I want? And I, you know, it's, it's interesting. Like, there's a big sense of entitlement there for him. Oh, you have to send me a link to his account. I need to talk to this man. I will do my best to find it for you momentarily. Uh, my yeah. nigga, Lucifer is wilding out here. I need some Lucky Charms now. I'm on. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> listeners, he had on a shiny green suit. He looked like Diddy back in the 90s. He was out here with a shiny green two-piece suit on. Talking about my girl need to look like this. And then he got... He got uh, surgery so his, his body got small and his head stayed big and uh he he looked like a light bulb y'all like i got you. an update for you oh Two days you ago, found somebody well i got overwhelmed with emails and inboxes from viable applicants responding to my ad for a proverbs 31 wife and i would love to show my appreciation to all the great singles who saw a great destiny with yours truly what now, right uh <laughs> I, I discovered I made a terrible mistake submitting that viral post when I really should have submitted a petition to Abba. I don't know who that is. Maybe that's another name for God. And so he's saying, I have since withdrawn my pursuit for a wife as I am indeed not prepared for a woman this far in my ministry. Praise the a lot. To finding a wife is in the closet through prayer and finally in person. I'm That's all I have to say. But anyways, he, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. This wow. guy, this guy is a lot. Damn, I was hoping he found something. I, I was hoping somebody who fit all those criteria just jumped on that grenade so the rest of us didn't have to hear about it anymore. Well, apparently he was overwhelmed with the amount of women who wanted to. Let me say something. The devil is a lie. <laughs> this, nigga, <laughs> this nigga lying. I don't give a shit what nobody said. Right, because what are we talking about right now? I um yeah I don't believe first of that. all he said viable applicants as if they were testing some new drug like oh this is not how we, this is not how we talk about people y'all this is not viable applicants yeah if his like courtship comes with a benefits package and like four hundred one k then we can use that kind of language I'm so pissed <laughs> off I'm so pissed off at how his picture looks not I mean, a lot not a lion like, in the crucifix it looks like he made that. That that suit from like the tablecloth at Olive Garden, you know, and just put like some shiny buttons mm-hmm. on it, but got some shoulders in there. Probably put the shoulder pads in there to give him a little bit of a bump up. Yeah, I'm curious about how tall he is. A little, a little oomph. I guarantee you. I <laughs> some pizzazz. I put two in heels. Smallfucker elevator up. lifts in his K Swiss. Right. Oh my god. Shit. The world changes when you get past five five, y'all. <laughs> 
Some razzle dazzle. <laughs> when he get ready to have sex, he'd be like, let's turn out these lights, baby. You turn the lights on too fast and you see the you see the lips, he just runs out the, the room. Lips off. <laughs> he runs out the room. You don't you don't see nothing but his feet, like how they film Chucky running. It's I was about to say that's the exact mm-hmm. image I got. It was a little Chucky. And they get that noise. Nigga, what are you doing? Oh my god. In case y'all never realized, that's the that's the sound of little people running. Okay, well that's my that was my that was I just needed to bring that to the table today uh, to make sure that I was not insane for thinking he was insane. So thank y'all. Oh, by, by all means. And <laughs> it was amazing. And now I have something to do later. And that is harass this <laughs> motherfucker. I'm going to harass him until he changes his name back to J.C. on Johnson. He's got to use Whoa. his real name for now. Whoa. On. Don't, oh, don't shit, put that's him too close. Let me change his last name. Like, is that, is that, is that, isn't that the game's name? The game's name is Jason Taylor, and I hate his guts too. So, okay, uh, Williams, Jason Williams is his real name. He's gonna change his name from Apostle Preacher, Preacher Wise. Uh, but from talking about a man of little size to a question of size as a whole, oh, okay, my thought at least. I really want to know, and I need Miss CTG so bad for this because I don't, <laughs> I don't assume B Todd can answer this question for us, but. Please speak for some of these ladies out here. Does the size really matter? The no, size... we're speaking about the size of the penis. Yes. Yeah, whatever you'd like to call it for today. Oh. The penis. The hang dang. <laughs> a uh, cock dick. Whatever you'd like to call it. Ah, this is a Miss CTG exclusive. Balance. Everything is balanced. The most perfectly balanced podcast. <laughs> but first, a word from our sponsors. Uh, goblets, <laughs> goblets, goblets. goblets, goblets, and goblets would like you to know that they're running a 15% off sale on all new goblets and uh, stainless steel and gold. So make sure you get down to goblets, goblets, goblets.com for all your goblet needs. Because the size of the goblet does also matter. Jesus Christ. It also, it also matters. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect sponsorship spot. Um, I mean, the short answer is yes, of course it matters because um, you need to be able to make it inside, fella. Like you need to be able to cross the threshold and make an impact. And Mm -hmm. that's not to say you need to be bringing the King Kong schlong, but you also cannot come with the nail polish bottle. I just, (laughs) (laughs) that's what's on my, because this, that's this, real. This ain't doing nothing. No, no, yeah. Oh, no, no. It's real in real life. I'll share. Oh my god. Naturally so, or by accident? No, naturally, bro. Naturally. I'll send you guys a video. Penises are a thing. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, we, don't, we don't need the YouTube. It's too late. I'm doing it. But I mean, because the, the reality <laughs> is that um, motion in the ocean can only accomplish but so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we just are talking about the anatomy of the woman in general, like the G spot is further within, you know, there's it's and also it's a mm. little, uh, you know, so like ideally you would want a partner whose length and girth matches your canal enough so that they can fully 
pleasure you. So if you cannot, yeah. what are we doing? Head game must be fire, 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 fire. Mm. Um, but outside of that, yeah, I mean, it sucks for y'all for me to say that. But I mean, any woman who says otherwise is lying. lying. <laughs> They're apostle preacher wise's wife. That's who they are. The devil. <laughs> we now know his secret, why he has such a tall list to make it that much more impossible, because inevitably he doesn't want it to reveal his very tiny penis. Perhaps, perhaps, yeah. So what if this person has amazing foreplay skills, not just head, but like I'm talking about intense kissing and and setting the tone, like flower petals every day. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Nose, like nibbles on the ears, like head massages for days. Like you know, I'm just trying to find passion foods. I mean, that's nice. Yes. Let me say that. Let, okay, Whew, we can try. Let's, I hope if anybody who knows me, like family, and you're listening right now, just go ahead and just skip the next. I don't know minute. No, to leave a five star review, and then you can skip to the next. <laughs> <laughs> but I listen. The foreplay is wonderful. The potential orgasms from foreplay that is wonderful, but penetration is still the name of the game, okay? And so you the foreplay, it's the play before the penetration. So it's like, you can get me hot and bothered, riled up seven orgasms before you put it in, but I still need you to be able to do something when you put it in. No, and what, if, what if you outsource to the dildo? Then you I might as well be doing- I Could might you be- imagine? I might as well be masturbating, but I do have a friend who had that happen to her. He's like, listen, baby, I don't have the equipment myself, but I've invested in very special set of skills. He was an older guy. He was having some issues with his, with his, um, and so he put on the strap. Wait, he had it himself or he's like hers? He put, he brought it himself put it on, didn't actually say anything when they were, you know, getting ready and literally fucked her with it. And and she was just nice enough to pretend, which she couldn't, it couldn't have been me. Cause oh. no, what, what are we doing? Is this, right. this right. doesn't feel like. Can you skin. imagine a man who's got a penis yeah. hanging on top of his penis? He's like, yeah. let's go. I'm going to satisfy you now. Joke? And I, and, and, and the funniest part is one time, um, he sent her a dick pic of the dildo. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. We are not a podcast Hold of on. liars, and I rebuke that lie. Hold on. The devil has crept in. Oh, God. Wait, hold on. He. This is the greatest episode of anything, of anything ever recorded, ever. He, t- he did what? He's like, hey, remember this? I want to say it again. Oh no, you gotta say it as a complete <laughs> sentence. Oh my goodness. So she sent a nice photo of herself, and I guess as his way of saying, Hey, I'm turned on. I'm, I want it. Like he was like, Here, let me send you this dick pic. But it was the, the strap on. <laughs> 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 it was oh, praise God. But um <laughs> It was God purple was and translucent. But he well, sent like that. Her, like, with, and and 
it was so identifying that I was able to go like Google on Adam and Eve and find the exact strap on that he had. Oh, can, so you just did a reverse say, image search. That it is, was just a stock photo image. It wasn't even one he originally took there. He just took no, it. Was it. Oh, okay. I thought my sent, he sent her a, a stock cock. <laughs> a stock cock image? Oh my God. Oh my God. I, I legit respect that more than Apostle 219 or whatever. Listen, so all I'm saying is, you know, like, I don't even know what the question was. Hold on. This is a lot. This is a lot. I had, I just had more questions before we even got to this. Now this is just, <laughs> it's so, like, how old is this dude? Like, how old was he? I'm, I'm sure he's he gone was, now. I think, I think he was in his um, upper 50s, maybe mid to upper 50s. That's not old. No, That's it's not, not that's I mean, not old. Yeah, it's not. But what's if you're the, not taking care of yourself, you know. What's the one that's not Viagra? Cialis? Yeah. And then the one, then the one that just gives you, like, the assist that doesn't give you, like, full-on autonomy. Robo-dick, you just get, like, a little bit, like, oh, I have the urge. And then it's little like, oh, let me help. Let me lift you up. There's, there's a lot of options. But, Viagra, once I get to dead dick years, it's over. Like, I'm good with, like. You just not having sex for the rest supplements. of my life. No, you know what? But that doesn't have to be a death sentence, okay? It you, doesn't. It means that you need to probably do some detoxes. Sure. Blood flow, back running. But I don't. Mm-hmm. there's no reason why a man's penis should stop working. But, but let's say it's I'm just old enough that the blood is just not rushing down as it should. Mm-hmm. I'm healthy, mm-hmm. everything. I'm cool with just letting it go. Because if, for anybody who doesn't know, Viagra specifically... You know, when it's like, oh, if you have an erection for more than four hours, mm-hmm. go see somebody. The way that they fix that is by putting a syringe into your penis and, and to take extracting the blood. the blood. Yeah. So I, I could never take a, pe- a, a, a fucking needle to the penis. Mm. That's enough to turn me away from Viagra for the rest of my life. There's other options out there. Cialis, um, strap on, <laughs> strap on. There's a surgery actually that they do, right? They put a, like an inflatable, like balloon type situation in your penis, and right and beforehand, then, you know how the the blood pressure will come on, man. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. You pump that bitch up, yeah. and you get yourself ready, and then you and then you get the gauge, and you release that bitch when you're done. Not the. Ga- I was wondering how you get it out. Not with. Right. The- I assume is with. A, I assume is with a slow leak. <laughs> you just, no. you have a slow leak going. What episode happens if it starts? Is Never mind. I, I, I can't even that. post this episode on my personal page. I'm this is, first of all, I love where we are so far. So I, mean, I have a question. Who else is talking about this? Right? I Cox. another podcast that's going to talk about this. I dare you. First of all, Inflated Cox, she got cockfished. And like, that, that's brilliant to me. The idea that this motherfucker brought it with him is amazing. Like, he's yeah. like, yo, man, just in case. Like, did he do it in the dark? Like, how you even get that shit on so fast? He's got like Did a you have doctor's bag. He's like, hold on, let me go to my kit. And he like unsnaps it and like pulls the leather satchel apart. Meantime, what if he had it on the whole date? That's wild. But Just I, a I silicone cock him. sitting on top of his. Just hot, musty. <laughs> Look, not for nothing, but if you stay ready, you never got to get ready. And so if he goes there expecting pussy that night and he's got the strap on, who's to say it's not going to happen, right? No, he's he just walk. He's walking. Warm. 
Yo, he's yeah. just walking around. He's walking around some Italian bistro, and everybody's staring at his slacks. They're like, "Yo, he's so well hung for a ninety thousand year old man." And then, like, his yeah. pretend dick falls down his pant leg. <laughs> on his he was fifty three moments ago. Now he's ninety thousand years old. Yeah, well, he's definitely ninety thousand. If you prepacking a dildo, you're definitely in your ninety thousands at least. <laughs> at least you're prepacking a dildo, bro. I say anyway. This- yeah, go ahead. B-Todd, have you ever been in a situation? No, nah, I think we'll both answer this question. So as men, where you felt like size made it made an actual difference or you weren't big enough? Aww. I mean, like, so we can talk about this because, like, I think the version of of size that matters for us is, like, how tight or loose it may be, right? And, like, <laughs> yeah. No, dead ass. Like, listen, 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 listen. Now that we know, now that we know that, like, our family members are listening to this, right? I can definitely. I talk to my mom right after this episode. (laughs) Hey, mom. Hey, mother. Shout out to you on the episode. Take a listen. Uh, It was right after the dick segment. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. I don't know how to answer that for the like from the male perspective. Like I've it's just never been an issue for me. It's never been called into question for me. I'm not here to like post stats or nothing, but it's never been an issue for me. But like in terms of tight or loose on the female spectrum, I can definitely tell you there was one girl that I had who was like super tight. You know, not a virgin, super tight. And I, I I I as soon as I got it in, I was done. Like it was just like it was that. Versus like someone who you feel like you kind of got a bash from side to side or something to kind of get some friction going you know there, there's a level in that so but it, that's uh, hilarious if I you don't if you cross the ankles and you squeeze the thighs you can kind of get it to the kind of <laughs> Jeez. yeah you are manufacturing type pussy <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> i'm gonna make it do what it do you know <laughs> <laughs> he said cross the ankles squeeze the thighs yeah Oh my gosh. I, I don't know that I've ever had the uh, private, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh Lord Jesus. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. It sounds interesting. Okay. Didn't see okay. you catch a fucking cramp. <laughs> I mean mm-hmm. a woman never showed up at my house and was like, Hey, I'm sorry, you know, my pussy doesn't work, but you can drop off into this fleshlight. You know, I brought this cool strap on fleshlight that you imagine. Can- I'm sorry, what she- are we talking about? What? Pre packing pussy. Yeah. That's what we're <laughs> Yeah, like that if, I was, loan. Yeah, if, I was, that, if I was with a 53 year old woman and we get to the goods and she's like i'm sorry baby it's not gonna work like that so then she goes gets the flashlight she's like you know she's like i, I carry this in my purse for just in case right next to the lifesaver oh my gosh i got from my blood sugar and this ppp loan that i got in my purse <laughs> this pre-packed pussy that you're gonna get tonight boy the, so <laughs> For anybody that's listening, Wild. that is uh, still for, for men and <laughs> for men for men and women. For women, this is a useful hint. For men, this is also a useful hint. If you ever feel like you, uh, she may be a little bit wider than than you could do, or you may be thinner than she can handle. Because I was like, I don't right. Okay. She, okay. I don't. I've never had. I am fortunate enough to never like. I like when people be like, oh. Uh, her pussy looks like that. That seems like your dick is small. <laughs> you know how wide tampons. Not you, B-tide. are. Tampons yeah. are like 
the wide yeah. tampon is like this. Okay, yeah. that's not even. That's like a. I, I've seen them. Come on. So <laughs> yeah, super heavy. Either she yeah. just gave birth, and her shit is still just open, or you got a pencil. I'm sorry. Yeah. Is I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, if you want the secret to success in that instance, make her laugh. Everybody takes sex so seriously, right? You have a laughter and sex. It is a super intimate, yes, amazing thing. So fun. Make her laugh, and her body will just bow. No. Her vagina will wrap itself around you, like a fucking, <laughs> like a snuggie, and oh. it'll just envelop your penis <laughs> in it's such a point. way. It's a a flesh blanket. <laughs> <laughs> This episode Yo, is make her, make her laugh. You know how when you laugh, your abs and everything <laughs> from the stomach? Yes. Oh, yeah. it just seeps down through that diaphragm and just, just grabs you up. That is a secret to success. We Sex doesn't always have to be a super serious thing. It should be something that we're all enjoying for all sides. So don't think laughing during sex is a weird thing. It's probably one of the most fun things you could do is have a hard laugh while having sex. It's amazing. Yeah. If you made me uh, but, laugh during sex, I'm kicking you out. You broke the fourth wall. Well, that means I'm, you like, have fun during sex. You don't enjoy sex, bro. Yeah, you've never laughed during sex. No, I have. I have. I, I do. I, no, I definitely do. I don't. My my. Where I start to lose interest though is when you start talking conversationally. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I yeah. fucking hate that. You know what I mean? I should ask that question. What, what stops you doing that? That's a great question. That's a great question. Work. Because my thing what the weather is, is like outside. I don't care where the dog is. I don't care no. about anything oh. happening outside of this yeah, room. These are weird questions. Who's wait? What? Why? I you don't never, like. <laughs> you never ahead, been with somebody. You never been with someone who just can't stay in the moment. They're just like, like this is not no. talking about like. There's like. Have there's, you seen me? No. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Let him know, baby. Let him know. Let him know. Because we are queens over here. Let him know. You feel me? Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Fuck is you talking about? <laughs> you, you lined it up, Todd. I, had to I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't mean like. I don't mean like. Uh, you know, like they're clearly not into it, and they're just bringing up random things. But like, there are some people who they just get in the mood, and all of a sudden, it's just like it's the same. It's just a recreational activity. You know, like we're at a ball game or something like that. I'm just like, yo, keep the main thing, the main thing. Like that can happen. Plenty of time afterwards. I don't. I don't care. I don't want you to tell me a funny joke. Ha ha. Now, in the moment, you know what I mean. Oh, wow. At this point, I have no idea who's left. Mid stroke and just go. Mid stroke and just go. Knock knock. <laughs> Ooh, V tied. Knock knock. <laughs> Wait a minute. The who's there? Board is pretty much checked off, so I'm gonna have to take Orange. my. <laughs> Aren't you glad I brought my PPP? <laughs> Aren't you glad I bought this pre-pack pussy? <laughs> this uncrustables. I don't even know this. I don't. Okay, this this episode. Hey, okay. so I, I give you this, right? So, like, uh, there was a movie I watched called The Untouchables. It was a French movie, and then it was it was remade into that stupid Kevin Hart and Brian, what's his name, movie where Brian Cranston, Cranston is in the wheelchair, and Kevin Hart's like the funny but Homie. person who's gonna help. Yeah, the French film is incredible, but 
there is a very specific scene where the guy is trying, they're, they're helping each other through life. The guy in the wheelchair clearly is paralyzed from the waist down. And he's like, you know, I haven't had sex in a long time, but the truth be told, I just, I can't get off because it doesn't work down there. And the other guy was like, no, look, I, I know some women who actually have skills that can help with that. And like, it was a cool scene. It's not dark or disgusting like that, but like these women are like pleasuring him through the earlobes because the ears are highly, highly sensitive. And sure enough, he was able to like experience sexual gratification through that. You know what it I mean? And, like, I think he orgasmed, but you know, you can orgasm without ejaculation. You can orgasm without erection and stuff like that. Yeah. So the human body is I wonderful. That well, sounds weird. Right. You haven't You're, evolved enough yet. Yeah. yeah. I think I have. I've, I'm not out here with a detachable dick. Uh, I think I'm perfectly where Darwin wanted me to be. <laughs> We're strong survive. I hope I don't regret telling that story. <laughs> First of all, your homegirl's the best person ever, too. Listen. For just putting you on. That yeah. is... Oh. That is one of the best things I've ever heard in my life. That and is I so love doing this podcast. It really? was, uh, listen, listen, we were, it was, it was, it was. <laughs> Could you imagine going through like, the motherfucker had in his bag, he ugh, stumbled and he dropped his briefcase and just digged. But now he carried it in a backpack. A backpack? Just imagine it tearing at the bottom and just dicks falling out all over the place. And then like, they're following a home like Hansel and Gretel and just a break home of cocks and just <laughs> cock tools. The cock thing rings. Me, right, is like, but why not just discuss it? Like you ain't have to you ain't had the secret strap it on and pretend like it was yours. Like if right. that's if we're partners in whatever capacity, like just let's have a conversation. About it can be embarrassing. Uh, for for a man's standpoint, there's so much put on to size and being a pleaser. There's what? so much put into that. How much worse would it have been if my girl was one of those type of women to be like, nigga, what the fuck is this? Like, it just stopped at mid, mid oh, like, are you really probably, out to with a plastic thing? But, but we talking about a 50-50 chance. Like, you got to swing. You got to just never have I experienced it. But I just assume <laughs> that this is this is something that you have to just, like, go for broke. Like, it's an embarrassing thing. I'm pretty sure dudes with small penises are are just embarrassed by the fact because they're so from not even just from women, but from men. Like you got a little, like from early on, you're supposed to be the big man with the big dick. And that's what everybody wants. I mean, you understand later in life that just like you said earlier, there's different ways to, to please. There's different ways to be intimate with your partner, but the size of your penis is put on as such a, like important (laughs) thing from young. Not to mention, man, with Oh, go ahead, Miss CTG. No, no, no. I don't. I must be very toxic for a moment. So don't be. Do it. Yes. Finally. The worst thing is men walking around with big dick energy who do not have big dicks. And they show up acting like they about to do something. Oh, you know, about to lay it down. Blah, blah, blah. Cocky, cocky, cocky. And then you're like, what is this? Please put this back. Thank you. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, you know, and and I know it's not even your fault. It's not something that you can control. You, you know, it wasn't up to you. Howsomever, you need to show up with the appropriate level of energy. Yeah. (laughs) This is so crazy to me. (laughs) Please adjust your height to the size of your dick. Right. Please. That's real. That needs to be spoken. 
That's I I say it all the time. That's why I'm not fucking six two. Because if I was six two, listen, the world would just implode around my energy. I'm already way too arrogant of a person, and I'm only five ten and a half, five eleven. I can get on roller coasters confidently, what? but like, but like. Yeah. Yeah, you're well yeah, above no, I the can, threshold. <laughs> I, can, <laughs> I can get on roller coasters without no. I, I'm not, I don't. I ever don't walk need up an and, adult to ride with me. You have to the thing like I do. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. I don't walk up wondering anymore. I'm like, yeah, yeah, bitch, I got this. <laughs> Back up. You don't move that fucking ruler away from my head. <laughs> they approach you and you just push them off at the one thing. Right? You're like clearly. So because I have that energy, I know, like, you know, I'm blessed. So God was like, I can't make this nigga 6'2". Because, like, what what are we creating now? Just monsters out here? You can't be 6'2 with this type of, like, arrogant attitude. That's just too much. So God kept me short because he kept me long. Wow. And that's our show, folks. Thanks for coming. <laughs> <laughs> My God. My God. Now, that's poetry. That's poetry. You know what I mean? Learn something, apostle bitch. <laughs> Yeah, he's over there taking notes right now. Like, oh yeah, this is good. I needed this. Oh, shit. oh my god, mm. this is—we're only in episode three, and this is our most toxic episode yet to date. Which, yeah. if we're following the trend, it only gets worse from here. I oh god, wow, Todd. I know I cut you off. Was there something else you were gonna say before I made my? I mean, there was, but it was way more of a serious vein, and we've just. We've taken the exit ramp from there, so I can't go back to. Something. I do have one more question. Sorry. How how did he finish? Like, did he did he just go? Uh, I'm done. Like, you know what? I didn't ask her. Just I think maybe he just made sure she was. I don't even know if she just squirt lotion on her back. Just uh, that's, it. that's toxic. If he came with the strap on, he was like, "You're gonna take this dick." I I feel it's like mine. I bought it. Back. I, but I'm I'm assuming that he probably just made sure she was. Good, which you know there's I, so I, much to unpack i gotta ask her i can't remember I did he go like, to the bathroom and clean it off like did he bring the sanitizing uh, devices necessary i don't think I, in my sure. mind if i'm him or rather if i'm ever in that situation instead of the backpack i will elect for the fanny pack that way i can just swish it around to the front and give that clean unzip and no, then just just wear it. it. You know what I mean? Just like just pull it. it out of the front zipper like I would a penis, and then it's hammer time. So not only are you now having a strap on, but now I also have to contend with the fanny back. Is that what we're saying? So now it's yeah. it's but, if, but think about this. If I have like vibrating things in that fanny pack, it's nothing but but stimulation station over there. You know what I'm saying? Except, except for the noise. Yeah. Like <laughs> the, zip, the zippers clinking around and the fucking straps. <laughs> The, no, the numerous straps just yeah but if it's like a Pavlovian test you could get her adjusted to any time where she hears that zipper she's getting turned on because she thinks that some dick's about to come you oh, know the witchcraft she can't even hear anymore <laughs> yeah, yeah. but if you think a woman who enjoys penis because I know that our lesbian sisters do not necessarily mm-hmm. so or are not attracted to but a woman enjoys and is attracted to human beings with penises mm-hmm. would prefer to be fucked with a rubber penis you are out of your cotton picking mind mm-hmm. and that's that <laughs> mm-hmm. well you Here's heard it here first 
we need to get him on. We need to get him on the next episode too. Oh my god, I could never. I could. Oh no, he's got. He's got to come talk to us about. Let's this. do the next episode on. Well, a buddy I don't even system. know him in real life. So <laughs> oh, the buddy system. We'll all bring a buddy to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> invite our terrible guests and like what freak of the week do you have well <laughs> so please tell us what inspired you to pick imagine me? imagine that your friend would actually fuck Lil Boosie <laughs> imagine this was all Lil Boosie doing all this. why is this all <laughs> he's like bitch I didn't I didn't tell you to turn around <laughs> you wasn't supposed to see it put your pussy on live oh god yeah. <laughs> she's oh, like god. where you taking that dick to he got wipe it down <laughs> Your little movie has like a little bit of this like Joe Pesci vibe to him with a little bit of like a southern redneck to him. But I really, yeah, I really like yours. Oh shit. Okay. Um is did your question get answered regarding Did it? <laughs> it went on in that whole that was the very first answer I gave you. It was a full on adventure, and I am so happy to have taken it today. Okay. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. <laughs> Goblet, Goblets and Dildos. Adam and Eve. We need to get an Adam and Eve sponsor. We need, Ad- oh, we need Adam and Eve to sponsor us. They're the only ones who will take us at this point. And we could be like, and and uh, the, the, the dildo spoken about today, if you're looking for a strap-on to enhance your sex life, is the, uh, you know. The fanny pack uh, sold out. <laughs> The fanny pack fold out. It can be inflatable, <laughs> like those damn couches that people at Central Park do. They just whip them out and blow them up, and then they are. Imagine you don't even have to do it. It'd be like a inflatable raft. You just pull a tag, and <laughs> that shit pop up. And- <laughs> also, a life saving device. <laughs> oh, fanny pack fold out is amazing. Okay, B Todd, we got to get away from this. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I feel like this is maybe a bit apropos, being that we've uh, spent so much time dogging on this guy. Uh, but here's my question for you both. I, being a Southern man, have grown up with certain uh, practices that have been instilled with me since birth. And when I came up here to New York, I just couldn't help but notice there's a certain trend. And maybe it's just up here or maybe it's worldwide. But my question to you is... Why are men so trash today? And my follow-up to that is this, okay? So men have really dropped the ball when it just comes to basic chivalrous signs of respect. And this doesn't even like limit itself just to dating and people of the opposite sex. You can also extend this to elders because I feel like men are supposed to be respectful beings and supposed to show the way. But when I talk about men are being trash, I'm talking about men who don't open doors for the ladies, right? Or open doors, period. We can open doors as a sign of respect for even each other, right? If they are walking... If they're not walking on the street side, right? So if you're walking down the sidewalk, you're supposed to keep your girl or your partner on the inside of you. You're supposed to be on the traffic side. Just in case something pops off, you're supposed to be the bumper. You're supposed to be the crash test dummy, right? And absorb the impact, save the woman or the partner, right? (laughs) You're supposed to sleep closest to the door, okay? Should anything happen, you need to be the one ready to get up and get them. Uh, Men are always walking 10 feet in front of their women like they need to get there first or some shit like where are you going and why are you leaving her behind you uh big one here you don't give up your seat on the bus or train 
Mm-hmm. Don't care if you've been working on your feet eight to 10 hours a day. If you're not getting up and giving them the bus or the train seat, right? That's just so disrespectful to me, okay? Helping them in and out of the car or the Uber of your choice. Uh, guys who don't grab the heavy shit, they just got the little tote bag. And meanwhile, the woman's got 16 cases of, of deer life water behind her, you know, like just thugging it with her thunder thighs. And last one, um, you don't wait for your date to open the door and get inside safely before you make your way off. So let's put on these gender roles guys and let's, let's focus on this. But what happens is it that we've just stopped maintaining these standards and asking for these things or have guys just given up? What's up? Let me know. I'd really love to hear a man answer this first. So I'm going to go ahead and defer to is <clears throat> perfectly fine. So I, I agree with everything that you said, except for one. Okay. The, the bus and train situation. I don't think anybody has to give up a seat for anybody. I think it's nice to, but to have it instilled that you must I, listen, I got bad knees. I've been hurt before. like standing in crunches. I'm not giving up my seat for nobody. I'm just as tired as anybody else. And I don't know if that is necessarily a thing that a man has to do. Like that for me, opening doors, walking on the, on the inside, of, on the outside of the street, every other thing I'm totally with, except for the giving up the seat. I, that to me is a no go. Like if I'm tired, I'm tired. I'm, I don't okay, have to so explain if you, Say it's not a woman of your age or younger or anything like that. If it's an Older? elderly person. Elderly is different. Okay. Elderly what, is different. What if she's pregnant? She's got kids or not even pregnant. What if she's got kids? If she, if she has a kid that she has to hold in her hand, mm-hmm. different. If you have a kid that you have to hold in your hand, if you're pregnant, if you're elderly, I'll give up my seat. But I think that's just being a good person. Because if a man came on there with a baby, too, how many people are willing to give a man a, a seat? They're not going to give I, him a seat. They're going to give that child a seat. Yeah, see, that's that's wrong. I sit down, my child going to sit on my lap. <laughs> I, I have, I've been on the train with my daughter. I don't have to do it no more. You know, get money. Got a car, uh, but I've been, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been on a train and like s- stood there holding my child, which is a very dangerous thing to do. It's exhausting. Putting your arm is it's tiring, and ain't nobody offer me nothing. And I'm not saying that I'm not doing it because they're not doing it. I would always do it. I just don't know that it's fair to just assume that anybody, like especially somebody my age, they just get on the train and there's no seats, then you standing up. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Right. It'd be the same thing if it was me. Okay, but can I caveat seat question? Sure. But if it's like at a function, right? Like you're at a house party or whatever, and you're sitting in some chairs or whatever, and some other ladies come in, would you no. offer your seat then? No. no. Really? Why would I? Interesting. So we're talking about a house party. Okay, maybe not house party. That's a that's party, but like like a, 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 a kickback, a hang, a chill. Still hang? no. <laughs> doesn't matter what it is you're gonna stand up so so i think i think it depends why why would i what reason what what reason would i have to if we're at a function what? where not everybody's sitting anyway why does it matter if i give you the seat stand what up and talk like everybody else doing people are sitting if they were to if we were the only like let's say if, if, if some ladies walked in and they were to, and this is at a, a house a nice little dinner Mm-hmm. And they happened to just arrive a little late, and they were standing because there wasn't any more seats. I would offer Den because I because Den it just looks like I look like a dick just letting <laughs> letting a lady right. stand. Mm-hmm. But if if there are people just conversing, like just having conversation, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. in small groups, uh, 
then she can stand high ass up. I don't give a shit. Oh, okay, sorry. It would be more the first scenario you said. Yeah, that that I can understand. Sure, I, I just I would feel weird. Like, oh, come come sit right here. You can have my seat. Right. Uh, but then what if it's two of them? And then who do you give the seat to? Somebody else get up as well. Uh yeah, not not none of my friends. Just be time. Uh, <laughs> but in, in the idea of thinking, I believe men are trash because I do think men are trash. It's because we're not taught to be anything but trash. A lot, a lot of what men learn these days is from TV. I've not been in a, I've not been in a home, a single mom home myself. You know, I grew up in foster care. Uh, after that, I did live with my parents, but it was both, it was both my parents. So I never had the experience of just like, just my mom. And even if I did, my mom wasn't a real super motherly type woman. Like she would just tell you exactly what it is. When it came to anything, she just, she speak the truth and just harshly like, yo, put on condoms or else you'll, you're definitely going to get a, a disease. It was no talk, no sex talk. Like, Hey, you love somebody. It was like, yo, cauliflower is going to grow out your dick. <laughs> Like she was really harsh like that. And and it was really true. And I was like, I've always appreciated the honesty of that. So I've never had that. Like how B Todd had spoken to maybe the first or second episode of just being reared by w- w- women around him and his mother and his sisters. I've never had that fully encompassing female experience to warrant me having feelings. Of, I, I truly believe in equality across the board in the way that we treat and act. So f- that's mostly why I go, okay, I wouldn't immediately stand because I can be equally tired and I don't know why I need to put myself into a worse position to make somebody else feel better about just like public transportation. Like that's just my thought process. But I do think men are fucking gross because TV raises us. Mm. If, and it's not the best TV. Like we we did have quality shows where we saw men treat women as equals, Family Matters, fucking uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, all that stuff. Now we're raised by music videos and rap songs. Yeah, right. Like so like, shows they still. I feel like in TV we still see men mostly yeah. with manners, but it's I the music like- and the and the artists who they portray. They sing about being this type of way, but then the minute they get a girlfriend that that's a high profile, they are completely oh. they're the same. It's, same nice fellas. I can't even quote. I I can't even like even if I want to be a rapper, I couldn't say bitches. I don't like using that to describe women, right? I can never like get to the point of going, yo, these bitches. I say the B word, but as a full on, like, oh, dudes are bitches and everything. But just to be like, yo, I get, I get bitches. It's such (laughs) an awkward foreign thing to me personally, that it's just not a thing that I'm accustomed to, but that's how dudes are reared. The music that, that they, that we all listen to gets so fully encompassed in their lifestyle that they believe that this is the way that they're supposed to act. And for a fucked up thing, a lot of our women grow up in that same exact thing. So they are already attached to the idea of this is okay to be spoken to like this. Mm. Mm-hmm. Even when the, the way that they they call themselves, I'm that bitch. Like, I hate that so much because there's there's so much power being taken away from us as a whole, as a people. And not just, I don't just mean black people, but just as a, as a human being that mm-hmm. you take away from yourself and you degrade yourself to that point. And you, some people may not find it degrading. But in what other community circumstances do people speak of themselves like that? Right. Even the biggest thing for me, and I know this is a little off topic, is baby mama, baby daddy. Mm. I will never in my life call the women, who any mother of my child, a baby mama. 
I've, I had never had and I never will. I think that is one of the most disrespectful things that we've ever learned uh, to, to just use freely is, yo, that's my baby moms. I will never, ever say that because that person is more than that to me. They have given me my child. They have given me something that I cherish more than anything on this earth. You deserve something more than it, more than baby mom. And baby mom is only used in a black community. Shit sucks. Nobody else describes the, the people that, and ghetto white people, but then. I was about to say, just, there's a very specific trailer park somewhere down in Alabama where. You yeah, but, it's, but it's, it's ghetto. And then people automatically attach ghetto, regardless of there's different communities that have ghetto all over the world. Right. But people attach ghetto at black specifically first and then it branches out to other so i despise it because of that too it just to me it tears down so much more of what we have i Sorry, agree I went on that i agree that our standards of chivalry can be defined by tv but i think it goes in the other way like if anything i feel like tv and movies go overboard right and like for things that i'm not even asking for like movies are the ones that first taught us like oh you take off your rain jacket and lay it on a puddle for a woman to walk through right nobody's fucking doing that man we got umbrellas and ponchos and all sorts of shit is it chivalrous sure but is a woman gonna look at you like you're stupid as fuck if you do that now yeah that's a bit much but like you know there's there's a romanticized version like when the guy always used to light the woman's cigarette or something like that but like i come from this question because i know it's miss ctg's uh time to answer and i don't want to butt in but go ahead i come with this answer because I'm just like, if anything, this is a nugget of wisdom. Do you know how much play I got just from opening a door, just from pulling a chair out from the table? If anything, I could be the trashest human. But when you see the reaction on women's face, especially up here in New York, because you did something that's so uncommon that it's 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 mind-blowing to them, and then uh, I'm in play. You know what I'm saying? But I just uh, I'm putting it out there because I say it with love and accountability. But if we're gonna be toxic, it goes both ways, and I'm gonna be toxic right back to my brothers who aren't pulling their fucking fair share and do some shit that's decent outside of yourself for these women. Miss CTG, would you like to respond? So I have a couple of thoughts about this. Um, the first piece, right, is that um, what Is was saying. Part of it, I think. And I'm not going to say to blame because that's this isn't about blaming or anything like that because people are responsible for themselves. But I do think that as a whole, in the greater sense of things, women, we have allowed or accepted poorer treatment in the name of, oh, but he treats me special when he likes me. But as a whole, as just human beings, we have allowed for men in general to treat us a certain way. Um, I have, I don't really have those types of experiences with men too often now because I do feel like the energy that I present, you know, like I'm always trying to be in my highest divine goddess feminine energy. And so I think that that also just allows men to show up in their higher masculine or, you know, um, in that space. But I've also seen, you know, but but at the same time, like, I still see other women around who just, you know, like, they, they accept anything. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect. I'm not like, oh, every man treats me like a princess or anything like that. But just like, I like, I'm just thinking even a couple weeks ago, I was at an event. It was like the example that I was asking is about, right? Because it was just like a little uh, kickback, but Todd laughed at me. Small barbecue, um, higher percentage of men present than women. Didn't know that when I pulled up. But anyways, that's how it was when I arrived. But 
even though it was like the guys hanging out, knowing each other, like when I showed up, the the person who invited me made sure that I had food, made sure I had drink. Everybody was hospitable. Oh, do you need to sit here? Do you want this? Do you want to come outside? There's a space for you. Let me get up. You can sit here. Do you want a beer? Like it was, it was, they were in service and it wasn't, and, and nobody there was trying to get at me. Nobody wasn't on some like, oh, I'm trying to fuck with her. So I'm gonna be nice because that's the other thing I see, right? Is like men will treat every other woman like trash except for the girl that he likes or that he's interested with in. And his girl will excuse that because, oh, well, he treats me this way. But sis, the minute he stops liking you, you are also going to be treated like trash. So why is that acceptable as well? Like, I think there's also that element that's happening right now where it's like, oh, I'm going to be a fuck boy to everybody, but my girl. And we excuse it like, oh, look, at he treats her like a princess, but every other woman is a bitch, a hoe, a slut, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's also not okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's the other piece of it. Um, Going back to the women's side, I think that, you know, um, if we all collectively just raise the bar, then perhaps, perhaps that would help. I don't know, because at this point, we a little far down the road, a lot far down the road. So I don't even know that there's like a whole collective shift that we could create, but anything is possible when we make the decision. Um, Please. please. That that's what want. So I don't know if I answered the question, but that's where I'm at. <laughs> nah, you, you put the gospel back in you from did. our devilish conversation today. <laughs> I'll say this because speaking to both sexes and all sexual preferences here, across the board, if you're listening to this podcast right now, there's a high likelihood that you have survived the pandemic, which means that we have made it through a (laughs) world of bullshit. And it's time for you to stop being so fucking selfish and start realizing that we got to take care of each other more than you got to take care of your own damn self. Like I cannot believe the rampant amount of we'll say audacity again, but just entitlement that I see right now that the world is opening back up, I feel like people are more entitled than ever. You don't have the right to be. Like, have some humility. We lost half a million uh, people in America alone, right? And counting globally, we've lost uh, uh, over a million, right? Over a million. And my thing is like, we went through something serious together. Let's all start looking at like, across the aisle, across the subway (laughs) car, right? (laughs) Across the room, whatever. But I'm just telling you right now, you've got to check yourself and get out of your bullshit and realize if you are a little bit more selfless each and every day, you will make the world a better place in everywhere that you leave it and your relationships will be richer because, uh, yeah, it's a tangent. It's not as we don't hold hope for him anymore. No, um, you shouldn't. Uh-huh. Now that again, it's only for that very specific thing. Because if I see a woman walking with a stroller, I always offer to help down the stairs. Uh, if even my, at my age, hey, do you need any help? Or are you good? I'm glad Boom. you said that. I'm glad you said that because I actually want to bring up something very specific that is did, and this is very positive in my opinion. It may be toxic as fuck, but it's it's, it's positive in my opinion. So is I don't know if you remember this because you had no idea I was going to bring this up, but. We'll call it six months ago, maybe eight months ago, on your Instagram stories, right? Is witness this man oh. badgering this woman at a bodega or a liquor store or whatever, right? Just talking all sorts of crazy because I don't know what this scenario was. I'll let Izzy I, I remember exactly what you're talking about. 
is, uh, first of all, was thoughtful enough to stop and record what was going on for all of us at home. But <laughs> is stood up and said, bro, I don't give a fuck what you're mad about and I hear you, but you're not going to talk to this woman this way. That's a woman and you just show her respect, right? And I was just like, I, I was doing cartwheels in my mind because it's not the fact that he filmed it and put it out there. It's the fact that we need men to hold themselves accountable and to hold other men accountable for stepping out of pocket and being like that. There's no excuse for you to talk to a woman that way ever, right? Like, in my opinion, ever. Because as men, I feel like we are protectors, whether that's in a brother form or whether that's in a lover form, in a son to a, to a guardian kind of form. I feel like men, if anything, we were given these big bodies to be protectors, not to use them to fucking back people down because mm-hmm. we feel like we're bigger than them. And I, like, I see that shit all the time. And I was just glad to see Iz do it because, first of all, it's just, again, like, I am a Southerner and that shit just kind of comes with the package down there. Like maybe we take it for granted because I did grow up in a single parent household. I did have a single mom. I did have my grandma. I did have a bunch of sisters, but I can tell you of my other Southern relatives, like whether it was a two parent household or what, that was just, that was consistently passed on. And it was a big no, no, if you didn't do those things, but is tell the story, but I, I did want to publicly commend you for doing that. Cause that, that was, I appreciate it. That was heroic. Uh, I was just, I was in the store and all I heard was, mind your business, bitch. And I'm already a hyper aggressive person. If y'all couldn't tell, I'm a hyper aggressive person. You cannot just speak to me anyway. No one could, if you threaten me, just prepare to fight immediately. It's not like, oh, you want to throw hands? The minute that you say you're going to do something to me, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm not waiting to find out if you're, if you're really that bad of a motherfucker. So I turned around and I was like, Oh, he wasn't talking to me. <laughs> right? So we're all at the front of the store. And he goes, you fucking bitch. What are you mad? Because I'm not looking at you. And I turn and there's an older woman. She's maybe in her 50s, maybe, maybe close to her 60s, that this dude who's maybe in his 40s is speaking to. What it turns out happened was there was a younger girl that was in the store that this gentleman, quote unquote, was staring at. Like being extra scary, creepy. Like he he thought she looked good. She was maybe like nineteen, twenty something. He like didn't that. do the B Todd photogenics. Now. No, he was he was staring and pro- and possibly making comments. Ooh. So the the older woman turned and made a face of disgust because it is a, a super evident age difference in them mm-hmm. that it was like, uh, like you're too old to be talking like that. And he said, "Are you jealous because I'm giving her attention and not you?" And proceeded to call her a bitch and go crazy. And I turned after I realized he kept on going. I was like, yo, my man, you talking to her? And he said, yeah, because she don't know how to mind her for the business. I said, nah, you can't do that in front of me. And isn't and the reason why I recorded it, and I don't do anything out of popularity. I, I threatened him. I told him, I waited for him outside the store. You talking to her like that, though, you got to fight me. I've never met this woman in my life. I've never seen her again. She does not know me. But you, I refuse to let any man talk to any woman like that in front of me. Uh, I, I legit will fuck you up. Like you just got to deal with the fact that you got to fight me. Even if you, shit, even if you're gonna jump me, you got to deal with the fact that you got to fight me. And you, Miss CTG, you may not be able to tell from this angle. I'm a strong motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I'm a strong motherfucker. I mean, I used to box, wrestle. I'm a strong motherfucker. Uh, and so I was, I really was ready. Like he, he waited in the store until after he ordered his food, guys' food. And I waited outside. I ordered my food. I said, he's going to take his time making my food. I apologized to the people in the store. 
but understand that when this motherfucker walk out, I'm gonna break your fucking jaw. And he waited in the store until I went to the back of the store to get to get something to drink. And that motherfucker ran. He actually is the the superintendent or the janitor of my building. He <gasps> sees me on a regular basis and tilts his head down. I wait for the day because he says what's up to people as they're walking in up. I always wait for the time that he thinks that I forget so he can go what's up. And, I, and I'm just going to remind him, don't ever in your fucking life talk to me. Wow. That's and that's thing, not just bro. a woman. Thing. That's a thing for people across the board. If I saw a dude, I've done it for dudes. Right. You know, sometimes this is a man that doesn't want to fight and you see another dude just like, yeah, motherfucker, I'll beat you up. And you know this guy don't want to fight you. Yo, do that shit to somebody that's going to fight you, bro. Don't do that to somebody that's sitting there. Like, like man up. And I, I tell people all the time, you think you're tough. I'm actually tough. Come prove me wrong, right. nigga. Since you want to be a bully, prove me the fuck wrong. And I think that that's I think that that's how we should behave. I have I have seven brothers and sisters. Ain't nobody could come and just pick on any of them. And I have three I have three older siblings. I'm right in the middle. I'm number four of eight. I have older siblings. You think somebody I'm gonna let somebody just walk up to my older sibling or my younger siblings and just do that? And I look at the world in that way. I've been in I don't know if we've been in full situations, but I you know B time and I work together. And even if somebody's saying something to him wrong, and he's bigger than me, I'll, I'll say something. Right. You can't talk to him like that. Right. Fuck you think this is. Right. That's, I, I mean, think that's, that's, that's a lesson for the world, y'all. Words. Uh, I mean, cause like, uh, first of all, I, I remember my first day at work and Iz was the very first person I saw and he was just like, oh yeah, you're B-Tar, we've been looking for you. And I was like, fuck. And I was like, <laughs> I had no idea who this man was, but he was like, yeah, we've been looking for you. And so he'd walk me down a dark stairwell. I was like, well, I, I guess I'm not making this job. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out Iz is a very nice guy. Um, but that's true like i mean we've had situations at that job where someone was also talking out of pocket to somebody else that we work with and i think that's why is and i immediately bonded because we realized that we both had that step in mentality where it's just like you can talk to me or you can be my like me personally i've never had my ass kicked but there's also something to i'm never afraid to get my ass kicked like i will throw my body on the line because i can take punches and i know how to fucking fight I am willing to go down that line with you. I will get my ass beat over my woman. I really will. Mm-hmm. Like, if you think you're going to threaten me, I don't give a fuck if you're going to beat my ass or not. I bet you won't, but I, I'm not afraid to fucking get my ass beat and protect my woman, period. And I think there's something special about that, uh, that gear. And I just feel like we should keep that energy the same, right? Stop directing it at people. Stop punching down, basically. Stop punching down. Open yourself up to doing something nice. You don't even have to call it a random act of kindness. It's just called respect and chivalry. Decency? Word. Decency. The only time we should be punching down is if we're punching at Apostle Preacher Wise. Or <laughs> somebody's whipping out a fanny pack dick and they're like, whoa, get that thing away Imagine from Imagine on down. a train, just pull out his fanny pack dick and you just got to punch it. Hey, hey. <laughs> get your fanny pack dick out of here. Oh my goodness! What a great episode today! What a great episode today! <laughs> what did we learn today, guys? I feel like there's so much to unpack. Miss CTG, oh. what did you learn today? Listen, I'm over here trying to get my notes together at this moment. Oh, um, wow. Okay, so the first thing I learned is cross the ankle, squeeze the thighs. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that. That tight pussy power. Get that, get, that, get that grip. You know what I mean? <laughs> that gorilla glue. It's like when you have a really big sandwich and you gotta mash it down to fit in your mouth. Um the second thing I learned is that leprechauns need to um 
act their romantic size, you know? And, oh, and like, that is powerful. Wow. That is powerful. We'll end this fucking episode right there. That is powerful. Act your romantic size, bitch. <laughs> um, and then finally, on some real shit, um, that the men who know better get to need to have to hold the trash ass men accountable mm-hmm. in the manner that is and B Todd are out here trying to do in these streets Amen. each and every day. Thank you for that. That's what I learned. So you know, tie it up in a bow. <laughs> oh, nice. Is, uh, what did you learn today? Uh I learned that everyone is entitled to standard to their standards, especially dating and romantically. But they need to stop putting this shit out in public. Mm. Your standards can be your private standards. Mm. It is. It can be something that you discuss with that person. And even if you didn't even want to do that, put up a fucking dating profile. You don't have to put it into. That's not a dating profiles. Even though they're public, are not a public domain because not everybody has access to it. Just the people within that dating community underneath that those same dating profiles. So you don't always have to put your business out there. And then get upset about scrutiny that comes along with it. Uh, I've learned that niggas is packing dicks uh, that aren't their own. I've, I've learned that niggas take fucking dick pics with fake dicks. And I didn't know that that was a thing. And it makes me so happy that it is because it's hilarious. It makes me awkward because I kind of want to Google search it. <laughs> For no reason other than be like, they really out here fake? Oh my God. And uh, lastly, I think you said it best though, is we, you know, as a whole, if you know better, do better. And if you can do better, teach somebody else to do the same is how we should be acting towards our women, our men, our relationships, our friends across the board. We we really got to step up, especially men. And and the reason why I say that is because there, you, there's no trouncing around it. Men happen to have the power within this world. It's unfortunate because I think women would be far better leaders, but men do. And so we hold a, we have a responsibility to do better on all accounts and, and to be responsible about the things that we do out there. Word. At the very end of the day, respect a woman because you came from one. You cannot exist on this earth without coming from a woman. Half of your fucking DNA is of a woman, okay? So- you started out as a woman, nigga. Learn your science. You what? started out as a woman, and then you turned into a dude later on. That's how we all came out. We all came out women, bitch. <laughs> That's a scientific fact, if y'all ain't know. Today, today I learned <laughs> that... <laughs> I'm so sorry. No. <laughs> Today I learned that um, while uh, I'm not necessarily going to pull a strap on out of my backpack, I am not exactly against it. And I like that I'm open-minded about that in the future. Like maybe, you know, you know what, tonight I'm not feeling so great. Let's, let's don the equipment. Let's don the belt and I will escort you politely to pound town with chivalry and respect. Yo, that'll help you out on the Hennessy nights. Mm. Oh my God. Come on, baby, pull out that strap on. Like she's mad drunk and then you can't really do it because the blood flow is is trash. Uh With that strappy dap. 
Apparently, my island friends say all you need is a good stitchy and a Guinness. So, stitchy and conk. That's all you need to get your <laughs> mojo going. Stitchy and a Guinness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> horny horny goat meat. What I did learn is that, uh, A, men deserve to be held accountable because we are, after 2020, what did we not learn about uh, everyone and just the human spectrum? Like, And we can we all have the power to do better than we should. Um, and I also realized and learned today that I am a creep, even though I'm trying not to be invasive with my flash photography mind and keep it pushing. Apparently, that's a sick thing. And uh, if it makes anybody feel better at all, I do have therapy scheduled later on this evening. <laughs> we will address that. Anyways. About your creepiness and everything else we discussed. That better be in your intro next week, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we'll make a special note of that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the podcast today. Please don't forget to follow and subscribe. Leave a review because you know this was the most entertaining thing that you've listened to. Share us with your friends. We just ask that you don't share us with your parents, or our parents rather, because uh, we have to go home for holidays at some point. Follow us on Instagram. Right. I don't care. Share me everywhere. Don't forget to follow us on, on Instagram at Mancers Pod. Go ahead, Liz, get it out. Get it out. I, I was going to say, I got a backpack full of dicks for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Share me with you, please. <laughs> like, a, like a party gift. Just head in the mouth. <laughs> Take Ladies a is dick with you. We are the Toxic Podcast for a better tomorrow. You can find us right back here next Thursday. Good. And don't forget to submit your questions if you have some. Yes. Mansers. Mansers. Pocket dicks. Mm, mm, mm. Leave your leprechauns at home. But bring your dicks. Free bands. Free bands. (laughs) Free bands.